0: hello and welcome to the recall podcast the weekly recall
1: of online gaming my name is chris and i'm with my two co-hosts rob and leon say hi hey hey how's it going let's uh let's talk about what we've been playing this week guys what what have you guys been playing rob let's start with you
2: um so a lot more final fantasy 14 this week i'm, I'm leveling i'm working on crafters and gatherers and kind of just leveling other jobs Mike. My, uh, while I'm in Q game, has, has been Elder Scrolls Online a little bit. Um, but then with my son, I've been playing, I've mentioned it last week, It Takes Two. Uh, we're still working through that, like, you know, 30 minutes, hour, every hour of the night or so. Mm-hmm. And I spent more time than I thought, like, four hours playing Fortnite with my son on um, Friday night. And that Why was a Why are you playing Fortnite?
0: I was like, yeah. oh, he's playing Fortnite. I'm I'm gonna have to give him a hard time about it. Yeah, I saw you playing
2: Fortnite. <laughs> it's not usually my game, but it was super fun. No.
1: I mean that's that's wrong during it. Once in a while, it's fine.
2: Yeah.
3: So Leon, I know uh, we've been playing the same thing. Yeah, we've been playing league pretty much. The new rank season started two days ago now. Mm-hmm. Oh so it's nice to grind that and listen to the new game, new stuff out. Yeah. Always competitive challenges, always that good stuff.
0: You know the new season's been fun, but, man, I don't miss new season negativity.
3: Yeah, the toxicity for new season is just horrible. Yeah, very.
1: It uh, It's, it's gotten so bad.
3: He, yeah, three minutes into the game, and it's, oh, game's over. Let's just keep going that way. Oh, you died? Oh, game's over. Let's forfeit people don't seem to want to play out the game.
2: Why are they in such a rush at the beginning of a season?
3: They're just it's just negativity. They think that you can't come back from playing from behind. So, oh no, we're behind, I don't want to try. Or yeah. I'm not good enough to try. Yeah,
0: and you know, it, I get that, especially like in higher Elos, like that happens a lot. And it happens in low Elo's too, you know. But and people say if you if you don't forfeit a game, and you guys are you know down really bad, even if there's like a chance, you know, because there's always a chance of winning until your nexus goes down. But people's new saying is you're holding them hostage, and you're just like, really, you're playing
1: a game. We can win at any second. Why am I holding you hostage? I I understand it. I don't agree with it.
3: Is the problem? Yeah. So. I- I don't even understand it. We're not holding anybody. You can just leave. Like,
0: well, sure they can, but like, they can't go reach I I get what they're saying in, in a a sense of you're making me stay in this game and I don't want to be here. I understand that. But like, just because you don't want to be here doesn't mean the other four people don't want to, you know, don't want to be here. Clearly if everyone else is voting, no, they want to be here just because you're mad and crying in a corner.
3: No. Yeah. People need to, have positivity, and this goes for all competitive yeah. ranked games, raids and MMOs, and everything. Positivity wins games, positivity downs bosses.
0: Yep. I mean, there's a time a few weeks ago where we were playing, and our mid laner was like full tilt because I was playing, I got top that game. I used to play mid lane, but our mid laner was full tilt, and I'm like carrying in the game from top. And I was just like, relax. Like, as long as you just play, even if you play badly, as long as you play, do some damage, we'll win the game, I promise. Like, just let me do my thing. You guys, group of four, go annoy them. I'll just push. We'll just win based on strategy. We won't win on teamfights. Like, they're way ahead of that. We we just won't do that. And I won my lane. So I was huge and I could just take turrets and push. And I was pushing as York. And we won the game. And after the game, the person friends me and goes, wow, I really appreciate that you were, you know, positive. I was really down at myself. I was really tilted, and you kind of brought me back. I appreciate it. I want to gift you a skin. And I was like, no, you don't have to. Like, you know, I, I appreciate it, but thanks. And they're like, no, seriously. Tell me what skin you want. I had to wait 24 hours because I just friended you, but I want to skin you. And I'm like, you don't have to, but they insisted. So I mentioned, you know, two skins so they could pick which one they wanted to give me. They ended up giving me both skins.
3: Yeah. And, and that uh, was really cool what most league coaches even say when they're trying to teach people how to play league, the number one thing that they have to try to coach people what to do is be positive about themselves. You can do it. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe you can do it, you're never going to do it. Nope. It's like what they practice in Japan. If you wish it to be true, it will be true. And if you wish it not to be true, it will never come true.
1: Yeah. So, the negativities annoying but you know
0: it is what it is i still really enjoy playing league and i really enjoy new seasons because like especially this season i don't know if it really is the same every season because it's been so long since i've just started a new season but you know at the start like day of but it kind of seems like they reset everybody's mmr because you're getting people that clearly are way better than other people or people that are clearly like much worse than everybody else <clears throat> and it's an interesting mix. And, like, your first 10 games matter so much. Those placement games matter. And people especially, like, want to forfeit placement games. And I'm like, no, if I'm at my placement games, I'm not forfeiting anything. Like, we're going to play the game out. And we, we went 6-4.
1: and four. Like, we still went positive, so. It's something. But, uh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on. And let's talk about, you know. I, I want to ask you guys, actually would you
0: rather have play a game with you know a yearly update that's that's huge right like a one big yearly update or would you rather play a game with a massive expansion every like
1: two to three years all of, like wow or you know Final fantasy or whatever
2: I'll start um that's a it, yeah i played I've played regular games that do both obviously I've played wow a lot with the every couple year expansion, but I also have played. <laughs> Destiny 2, every single time the expansion comes out every year, with Destiny 2. Um, I've also played, you know, Elder Scrolls Online does the yearly release, and they do it also a little bit differently. Man, I don't, I don't know which one I prefer. I think I like them both when they're done right. Um, Something like WoW's expansions, you have to have enough content in between for that to work for me. if, they, if you don't, then I, I don't like it. Because it's too long to wait for new new stuff, right? But the flip yeah. side is some of the... like Even with Destiny 2... Destiny 2 is finding its groove now. But sometimes it feels like it goes too fast. Because they have only a year to tell their story. To get through all the content they have. And sometimes it feels like that's not long enough, right? So that maybe that's not fair. Um, I think, honestly, my preference would be like like neither... I would love Mm. a game that just kind of always updates. I'd love to pay a subscription and get consistent updates in the form of smaller chunks, not big, huge chunks ever. But one of the small chunks could be a new zone instead of a whole expansion being a new zone. So that would be my preference, I think, if I had to pick. I'm kind of with Rob
3: there. I'd rather that be consistent updates. Give me a reason to log in every day. Give me content to do. Oh, after about a month or two, the game, when the majority of the player base, 75% or so, completes the content, let's just get more content out there. doesn't have to be anything huge. New PvP zone. Hey, let's go play this for a month or two. These The problem with waiting three years for an expansion is like, wow, well, right now, we're all just kind of sitting here. Well, there's nothing to do. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I'm waiting for a big big expansion to come out or a big update to come out, which I think I'd rather the yearly updates if I had to choose one, because I know that, oh, it's going to come out in a year, and it's not, oh, this expansion flopped, and I don't like it, and now i got to wait three years to play this game that I really like, but I don't like this story narrative.
0: That's fair. Um, I mean, I'll say, like, you know, when it comes to WoW, like, when WoW's on their, like, on their game, and their patch cycles are, you know, 90 days, 88 days, some of that, like, you know, Legion, Mops, kind of stuff, you know, uh, even, I guess, even to a degree BFA, like, those are enjoyable, because you're getting a patch every two to three months, and it's really not that bad of a wait, so, like, you get the new expansion, you get like, shiny toys, you clear the raid, you know, normal, heroic, whatever, whatever you're doing, mythic, whatever you're doing. You maybe farm it a couple times. Maybe you do some alt runs. Maybe you just play around with the game in general. Depending on you know, how hardcore you are. But like, if you're not 12 hours a day hardcore, you're probably going to clear the content in that amount of time and be ready for the new content You know, with some a couple weeks to spare. and then you're, So you're not rushing, for one. Two, you have some time if you want to take time to do other stuff or play alts or whatever. And then, new patch hits, you get to do a new raid and all the new content and stuff like that. But then, Things like Destiny or Elder Scrolls, you know, you're getting a pretty big size expansion each year, which Destiny has its seasons every, you know, three months or so. And with Destiny expansion launch, you also get a season. So you get a lot of content instead of a Destiny expansion, like a lot of it, because the expansion is more like that big piece of content, that zone, the you know, the new kind of, I guess, like gameplay tweaks and sandbox changes. And that's, like, what you get for the year, but then you're also getting other seasons to add in other kind of content, other events, other, you know, gameplay activities, storylines, whatever. And you get a lot of content there. ESO is pretty similar, you know. You get the new zone. You get sometimes a new class. You know, or a new gameplay feature. Like, you know, you have companions now or whatever in ESO and stuff like that. So, like, you get something, and then you get every two to three months, you get a a patch and it's a continuation of that story with more content you know dungeons and maybe a new trial i think it's the it the aids and you know like it's pretty good too so i think both are great i like the yearly kind of cycle because if you are just playing one or two games then it's kind of all you need but i also like the wild cycle because then if i'm playing multiple things i'm not rushing and you know, I can always take a break or whatever. Right now, I'm not happy with WoW because the things has been taking so long and other other companies to figure out, the pandemic thing, Blizzard Camp, for whatever reason, on top of everything else. But, you know, that's kind of how I feel do, about it.
2: Do you think that the monetization affects your opinion on that? Like, Because I feel like like I'm okay with a game asking me or give asking me to pay for a big update every year if I'm not subscribing, right? Um, yeah but i wouldn't want both i don't think but again yes so does that but with an optional subscription it's
0: optional yeah so i don't, I don't uh, yeah i don't
3: i think it's I don't
2: more know. the the
3: little content in between the patches too like that matters a lot wow, you 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 got what two patches now in three in two years like uh-huh. so well, you, that's, you, yeah you haven't even really had much to play um, yeah it's
0: been a year and you know, three months, and all we've gotten was the base game at 9.1. Like,
3: I think, like, the thing that's drawing me to League right now is oh, there's going to be champion updates, and the game's going to change a little bit every every year. The game changes a little bit. They add a little new feature, or this, or that. And then a couple months down the, the line, that's going to, oh, let's balance this and change how this works. Oh, this champion's reworked. And there's almost, it's like there's something new to go play every couple weeks in the game as opposed to. A month into WoW and nothing changes. Let's yeah. Not do these
2: dailies today. I'd argue that it's way easier to do that in a game like in Fortnite. Fortnite does the same thing. Fortnite always agree. has new stuff. You can't do it to that level in an MMO, in a no. full-fledged you know, MMO.
3: But you could do different events. I mean, WoW's events haven't really changed in yeah. millennia. It's the same Valentine's event. It's going to be the same... Halloween yes. event it's going to be the same Christmas like that's great they're recycling the material that they use but it'd be nice to have a different themed event for a different holiday
2: you know they definitely could balance classes and stuff more often too a lot of games could I, I think I, I don't like that they tie that to content all the time like mm-hmm. I would love if you just do a balance patch in between like every, yeah. every two thing, weeks you
3: know? or so just do a little balance patch yeah. hey this, this character's underperforming let's give it a little bit of love
0: I think that's expecting a little too much. Maybe like every month or two, do you want to do like a balance patch?
3: You know, in between like the. Well, every I'm month not even phase. talking like a major balance patch. Do tiny things.
0: I get that. I just, I, I, I think it takes more effort than anyone realizes. I mean, maybe I'm wrong.
2: You know, I mean, game, I, here. I, think, I think I agree with you. There, there, it feels like there's such big games. One change, we've seen it happen in every MMO you play. One change can mess up the whole, the rest of the game. You know, yeah. So it takes a lot more.
3: But
0: that's where my 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 mind goes. I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, I don't know. I don't
3: know but if you're, know. if a million people are spending fifteen dollars a month, fifteen million dollars should be able to afford us a little bit more updates.
1: Yeah.
2: Touche. That I think that's true. Currently, for WoW, but we've seen it succeed in other games. Yeah. Um. But, you
3: know. As bad as the New World updates are, I think New World's had more updates than WoW well has in the last three months, and
2: oh. That's
0: wild to think of.
2: New World's had a patch every month. WoW's well, had three patches since Shadowlands released, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two of those were small patches.
3: And I only paid the one fee for New World.
0: Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, we're playing you know, we're playing Final Fantasy and I mind you, Leon and I both haven't played a ton of Final Fantasy the past couple of weeks, because 'cause he's been sick. And we've been at the league season, so like of course I wanna play the league season, uh, with him and he's he's my duo partner and on top of that, like you know, if he's like, hey, I'll play League," like, I'm clearly going to like be down we play League. But I've also been getting that it's Final Fantasy again. So we've been talking about you know starting to play it again, and I've been playing it a little bit, you know, here and there at night and so that it's been it's been fun to keep playing and I'm excited about it. But man, am I looking forward to Lost Ark?
2: That so is, so yeah, i so. is, I'm I'm interested to see how that that content roll out comes. Um, yeah, free to free to play, tons of content already developed for for Korea. Yeah, that we're gonna get at what pace, like yeah, that's gonna be interesting.
0: Yeah, so we'll definitely talk about Lost Ark when the time comes, when uh, when it releases. That will really speak. we'll do a big show on Lost Ark. So, you know, very soon for that. But um, yeah. In other news, let's uh talk about ESO. You know, we've all talked about last week how we were gonna start playing ESO and check it out. And uh, you know, uh, I wonder how you guys feel about it.
3: I think the concept of ESO is intriguing more than anything else. Getting rid of the Holy Trinity of classes. You know, you don't have a tank, a DPS, and a healer. You have them, but you don't have specific classes for them. I think is the biggest thing. It's nice that you have a game that you get to play as an MMO around something that's not, oh, there's your tank, there's your healer, there's your DPS, go kill your boss.
2: Yeah, I mean, like you said, like- the Trinity is in the game for sure, right? You can't run dungeons and, and raids and without them. However, it, it's definitely the, the most unique take of all the MMOs we talk about um, because each class can play all three roles. We're used to some of that. WoW has some classes that can play all three roles or have hybrids, but in ESO, every single class can, to varying degrees of success or how you know the meta and um, m- Theory crafting each class, you know, some are better than others. All can do it because you literally just put on a weapon and now you can heal. You put on a different weapon and now you can tank. And then you have to build the rest of your class around that. Yeah. Um I I agree that like, the idea of ESO is maybe better than its execution. I, I don't as surprising to me, I haven't been having as much fun in ESO this last week and a half as, as I thought I would. I don't know why. Um It just feels like a little bit, there's a little bit too much going on. Every time I log in, I'm just slammed with cash shop daily. It feels like a free-to-play game, which it kind of, I mean, it's a buy-to-play game. So it kind of is a free-to-play game. They have to continually make money. Um, And then there's just so much to do. It's like overwhelming. Like you can literally just go anywhere, do anything, but it kind of has no direction. But it's also not really a sandbox. So it's kind of like a weird hybrid PVE sandbox, and it confuses me sometimes. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, it's just, um, it's just overwhelming.
3: Kind of like the ADHD problem is, oh, let's do this, and then squirrel. Yeah. yeah. And then you don't accomplish anything, and you feel like, oh, why am I playing this game if I'm not getting anywhere in the game?
2: Yeah. I mean, it, there's a substantial amount of grind to kind of min-max. You know, because you can go just gather things in the world that give you skill points, continually, you know, unlock skills and passives. But that just literally takes running around the world, clicking on a thing and finding the next one and finding the next one. And then that's the point. Right. Yeah. Um, And then there's yeah, it's just and I thought I was going to really enjoy it. Like I thought it'd be a cool contrast to Final Fantasy. But I'm finding every game I play right now, even when I logged into New World last week. The quality of life in Final Fantasy is like ruining other games for me <laughs> right now. Like, it the ability to just click a button and switch my gear set around and not have to worry about add ons to take care of things like that. Um, not be just bombarded with daily tasks and quests and chores and things to do is just super refreshing in Final Fantasy. Now I'm just hating it in other games,
3: yeah. Final Fantasy is making you want to log on to Final Fantasy, whereas the other games are just like, "Do I have to go to work today?"
2: Yeah, I think I think New World and ESO both benefit greatly from by having a dedicated group of players. We, if I was logging in and had a consistent five people to just log in and do dungeons with, I think that'd be, make the game feel totally different. Um, as a solo game, though, or as a solo player, right now, yeah, that's how it feels. Yeah,
1: I I really enjoy ESO personally. Like, uh, I really like the
0: the gameplay, and I like the dungeons and the PVE side of it a hundred, mm-hmm. like like so much. So, um, the PvP's fun too, but you know, I play most games through PVE anyways. Besides, you know, like PvP, for those games like League, but I really do enjoy ESO right now. Um, I'm not going too hard into it because like right now our focus still is if on most side like final fantasy and lost art coming like i said so like i'm not diving into it too hard until we're ready to like make that our next game but i'm excited for that time because i think it's going to be you know interesting and enjoyable doing the pv end game
2: so it's got some awesome ideas i wish other games would would steal (laughs) yeah i love like it's item sets i think that's great and the kind of horizontal progression um you just got unlimited number of sets in the world to collect and they just have a ui that just saves them for you so you don't have to keep them all in your bank um and you can just you know change your build up based on that and they add new sets with every update i think that's super cool the housing's great um the kind of like champion point if you've never played eso it's kind of like Galbo 3's Paragon system in a way. like You just keep earning points after max level that constantly increase your stats up to a much higher cap. Um, I think that's cool, because you always have something to work towards.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So there's, there's some really cool ideas in that game.
0: Yeah. So, just for the record, our current kind of thing right now is after we were all frustrated with New World, we were talking about playing Final Fantasy because Rob was playing it. So we started playing that. And the kind of discussion became, you know, there's all these MMOs we haven't done the end game with, or you know, maybe we haven't seen all of it. Let's start doing that. So while we're starting with Final Fantasy currently and working our way towards that, we also, you know, we're waiting for Lost Ark, but then like we're talking about playing ESO and all these other games because with all this endgame PV content
1: that we haven't seen, let's go see it, you know. So yeah, I uh, I really enjoy ESO,
0: but it's also got its issues, you know? I agree with that. So I'm excited to see what endgame is like, though, eventually. And I hope we get there sooner rather than later, just because I'm I'm very interested in it.
2: Yeah, another thing to note, it's got a, a solo endgame, which a lot of MMOs don't have. Yeah. Um, they have the arenas, which are, you know, they have leaderboards, they're timed, they're scored. Like, they're very much, like, solo player, do this hard content. Which I think is super cool. I, I wish other games had, had
1: something. Yeah, it's
3: kind of nice would. to have something. Yeah, like WoW could use that idea to another method to get gear and then maybe you're not relying on other people so much.
0: Well, plus, like, what if your friends aren't on, you know, and you want to do something still? Like, all you can go do in WoW is, like, daily quests or go key a Dungeon or, you know,
1: whatever. I guess you can definitely do anything, but, like, without your friends, it's not nearly, you know, as fun or whatever, so. Right. But yeah,
0: um, we. I will also would like to message, mention, sorry, that uh, you should tune in for the ESO 2022 Global Reveal on Thursday, January 27th at 3 p.m. Eastern, That's 8 p.m. GMT, to get a first look at the upcoming chapter, DLCs, and more. I'm very excited to see what they're doing next, because I, uh, you know, not having played ESO too much the past few years... I'm really excited to go check out the Morrowind stuff and the, what is it, the Skyrim stuff and everything, Greenmore or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Blackwood seems cool so far. I'm doing the, the quest line there, and it's enjoyable so far, and I like the companion thing. It's pretty cool. So, I'm interested to see what they do next. I, I think ESO is one of those games
1: where it started off clearly not in the best state, but it's it's got its fans, and it's obviously growing, so... Yeah, it's doing really, really well. It. Yeah, so I want to see what I it next. Moving forward, we can go ahead and talk about Final Fantasy 14
0: real fast. Patch 6.05 just launched. That came with the treasure map dungeon. And apparently, there were no nerfs. Is that true?
2: Not, mm, 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 not 100% true, but mostly true. Definitely more buffs than some kind of side nerfs happened, but mostly Uh-oh. buffs, yeah.
1: That's
0: nice to hear. I mean, like I guess I, I haven't looked at the patch notes cause, just because I haven't been playing as much. I need to read over them, but that's nice to hear. You know, you don't hear about games just buffing everything else to bring it in line with whatever the like, strongest classes are. So, usually it's they nerf everything else down.
2: I think, from what I hear, too, because I, I haven't always been in on the, the Final Fantasy patch cycle right away like this, mm-hmm. um, I think it was rare get buffs during a savage patch i think i've heard that in the community like this was kind Definitely of unique yeah. um so that i think that's good they're they're paying attention but I think yeah. it's worth noting that they don't usually buff or nerf or anything this quick you know they want to get through the savage cycle and then see how people perform and then make changes usually but what want to
1: do
2: not when sure bought- i mean all i can assume is that they just saw something you know in the normal raids and the extremes that stood out before Savage came out, they wanted to make sure they got them fixed. I don't know. Quite a few yeah, classes got touched. But. Yeah,
1: interesting. Um, I we should also talk about the uh, the new buzzword that's going around there. NFTs. How do you guys feel
0: about the NFTs? Uh,
3: it's a mixed bag. I think that if they do it correctly, it could be a really cool thing. That like oh, I have this unique item in the game and it's a one of a kind item and I could give it to you or sell it to another player. Hey, I have this Excalibur sword that nobody else is going to have. Hey, you want it? I'm quitting the game or whatever. or You know, it makes sure you're hard work in a game to get world first or maybe some of these other quests. Maybe there's a 200 hour quest chain one day. At the end is this really cool NFT that could be an item, a loot, more than just like a picture. But if they do it correctly, I think that they could have a lot of cool little unique items in games to give to players. And then, you know, you quit your game or you want to pass this down. Hey, I spent the time to do this. Instead of just deleting your account and when you're done playing the game or you don't ever think you're going to go back and play it again and it's just lost. I think it gives the game more, hey, I got this. I mean, there's also. Big world problems with it, with bots and real money traders and everything else like that. But
2: I'm interested to hear a positive from you because you know I a lot of people are very negative on NFTs, and I'm more. I think I lean more towards what you're saying, a little more neutral. I don't think they they have to be bad. I think they (laughs) will be in some ways. I agree. (laughs) I think they're going to become horrible, but I'm hopeful. Yeah, I think we're in the horse armor stage of NFTs, right? And if you're not familiar with early, I think it was, oh man, it was Elder Scrolls 3. The first DLC was a $5, was it Oblivion? Yes. Like a $5 armor for your horse, right? Yep. Horse armor. And we let them do that. And now we have mobile games that people spend millions of dollars on. Um, like, we evolved from horse armor. I think we're at that <laughs> stage of NFTs. It's going to suck but I think there's potentially good ideas kind of like what Leon's saying, but I think really all an NFT is, is a unique item that can be tracked and verifiable as unique. People think that all that they're just pictures. That's what they're being used for right now online. Mm -hmm. They're kind of scammy and they're kind of weird, but the actual concept can be kind of cool. But at the same time, it worries me because like what Leon says, you do like a long quest and you get a cool item. I already get that. What's, what does that cool, what does it being unique to me mean? And, and how can they design a game where that unique item matters? I know like I could sell it, so there's like a potential for me to make money. So I did that thing. I have the only version of that sword. I can sell it to Leon for real-world money or a cryptocurrency that I could convert into real-world money. That's intriguing. But as soon as you add that element, now you add, like you said, bots and people trying to game that system to get all of them and make tons of money off them, and the actual players don't benefit. So it's a really slippery slope. I'm hopeful that somebody can design a cool way to use NFTs, but I'm fearful that it's just going to be about money, and it's going to go, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. When, when uh, the
0: Square Square Enix president, I believe it was mentioned that they're looking into nfts for their games this you know this year or in the future
1: or whatever i don't know um nfts are interesting like the
0: current kind of like here's a picture of it on twitter this is my NFT, and people you know do the jokes where they they you know oh copy and paste it thanks for the NFT and it's like okay well you don't really own that I I get that you own the piece of art it's kind of the same as owning art in, you know real world you're buying that piece of that painting you own it technically it's the same thing but it's a really weird thing to comprehend that you own some digital image on the internet when people like save it on their computer and still kind of use it unless you know. You're blocking people from using the image, which like you really can't do. It just it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I understand mm-hmm. it, but that really doesn't make a lot of sense when you think about it.
3: Well, it's this kind of the same as art as well. What's to stop somebody from copying it? Nothing. Nothing.
0: Yeah, you right-click the image,
3: you know, save image. There you go. Like, I mean, yeah, even I in guess. real life, there's people that counterfeit art all the time. It's a big, oh, sure,
2: big broad thing. It's a it's a concept that's super old. The only difference is you can prove which one's the which one's the legit one the blockchain but can you? That's the only yeah that's that's the, what the blockchain does yeah it assigns an encrypted token to that image and you can look at the blockchain and verify who the owner is and then if it's sold who the new owner is you know um that's the only difference
1: yeah
3: like i said if they i think if they implement it correctly it'll be great if they just put some here you go buy this and it's it's gonna kill what games are i mean how cool would it be in league to be able oh you have this legacy skin chris and you want to give it to me or trade it to somebody else hey you want to buy this skin for me i no longer want it i no longer like it here you go it's a skin that nobody else has it's unique
2: but it's not going to be they're not going to spend i mean my my prediction is how unique can it really be? They're going to spend a ton of... How much dev time does it take to make a skin? They're going to yeah. make one just for Leon, and then one just know, for... But
3: you know what I mean? If there's 100,000 and there's a million players, how rare is that skin?
2: But they can already do that. Like, yeah. I, don't, I just don't see why why it's needed in
3: gaming. Hopefully they do it right, though. They said, it'd be nice to it. be able to trade those things. I think that's where you come into it. Like, I don't want this anymore, and I want to be able to give it away. And to have something that's unique like that, where there's only a set number of them in the world, prevents duping. That could be the solution to New World's duping problem. They're all NFTs. They all have their own identical blockchain.
2: Yep. Oh, that would be. That sounds scary. Because <laughs> now you can yes. sell it for for real world
3: money. But you, but you it's get what I'm saying though. Cash. Is that yeah. it, but there's no duping now. And does that make the game better or does that make the game worse? Being able to right. sell it for real world cash. I mean people are already spending money to buy gold in the game and you're spending that gold to buy the item. Is it different?
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what gaming gains. And I I guess that's why I think it's an early conversation. because the same thing with, like I said, horse armor? We didn't know what that was going to do to gaming. Yeah. I don't think we know what NFTs will do to gaming. I think it's hard to even guess such an unknown quantity for us, you know? True. scaring a lot of people though cool. yeah i think it's i think this is going to be the year of that happening to a triple a game ubisoft has talked about it microsoft, microsoft already is has not one. interested is it live i didn't yeah
0: it takes like 200 yeah. hours or something like that to get it but yeah for uh ghost Recon breakpoint yeah you can get like a helmet or something it's dumb and it did not go over well but yeah it's live
2: so this might be the year we really find out that you know what what they're gonna try to do anyway.
0: <laughs> so my feeling on it more so too is NFTs are just like the next thing, you know, microtransactions, this and that, like DLCs. I think NFTs are just kind of the next thing, and that's kind of how it is. Um, do I think it's terrifying in a way? Yeah. Do I think it could be fantastic and cool if they do it really well? Sure, why not? But are they going to? No. <laughs> To real. So, uh, my last question about this is and I think I know the answer are you guys excited about it or no?
3: I, I can't say I'm excited until they tell me how it's going to be done. It, it's just kind of there right now. Like it it doesn't hit me either way. I can't be excited about something that I don't know how it's implemented. It's yeah. like saying yeah. w- WoW is going to get some new dungeons in the next expansion. Great are they going to be good dungeons we don't know yet
2: so i think i agree i'm but i am excited and i know there's some of these out there but i'm i am excited to see like a, a big time developer design a game around it i think they will never be good just tacked on to a game that wasn't designed to have them but i'm excited to see what somebody could do with knowing they exist like with, you know with them being a core part of the game To see that, I'm not excited for it to be just added to all the other games.
1: Not at all. Yeah, I get that. I I I don't disagree. I guess time will tell.
0: You know, realistically, it's kind of till it happens. I guess. I guess you guys are right. We don't know what to think or you know what to really feel. So, in time, I'm sure we'll have opinions on this, but you know kind of is what it is, but I wanted to at least discuss it, because I feel like it's important to talk about, and it's been something that's been talked about
1: pretty heavily on Twitter and Reddit and that, so figure figured I'd talk to you guys about it. Well, move on to, uh, RuneScape. Leon, you know more about this than we do, even though I feel
0: like I know a good bit, and I'm sure Rob knows some. I know it's still pretty popular, but tell me about RuneScape.
3: So, RuneScape is... 20 it, last year was its 20th anniversary. This year is going on 21 years of RuneScape. It's your typical old world grindy MMO that we all most of our generation played growing up as kids. You log into a browser based game and you just play with people the whole time. But for this game to be 21 years old and the news coming out about it, they're changing the game, major updates, new dungeons. Like, this game isn't dying. This game is gaining population in the last three months. They released on Steam. They've gained... In the last three months, they've gained 5 or 10% player base. Yeah, that's only a couple thousand players. But 10%, that, that means they have 10,000 players. On a 21-year-old game. That's more than New World half the time. So,
1: yeah.
3: you know... People need to start looking, what are they doing well that keeps making their players come back? Content. Yeah.
2: It's interesting, too, because they're they're doing the classic thing, too, right? So they have old-school RuneScape, and
1: right, from I what
2: I know, I was look, trying to look quickly for the numbers, but maybe not on Steam, but I actually think more people play old-school RuneScape than uh, RuneScape 3. Yes. Pretty sure. Um, yeah. Which... on mobile, too. Yeah, it's not, well, they're both on mobile now. They're cross platform. Like, they're basically mm-hmm. play anywhere you want. Yeah. Right? Pretty much. Um, I think that's what they're doing right. I think that's what other games can't do, unfortunately. You, they can't. Uh, that's one of the things, not the only thing to do. But, you know, WoW can't be on phones and consoles. And um, Not realistically. Maybe it can. Not, though. Um, and I don't know that you'd want to play that kind of experience on a phone. Um, you know, Albion's trying that, right? Uh,
3: yeah. yeah, it has it on the phone now. And,
2: and one like thing it. I think from the, the sense I get is RuneScape's very community focused. I know that they have a thing with old school RuneScape where the their, their player base votes on the next updates, yeah. they present them with some options, and like which would you like to do? And they vote, yeah. and then that's what they do, you know?
1: Yeah,
3: well, that's 100% what they're doing Is it's it's, communi- it's a community driven game. And
2: they're trying to keep it active. So yeah, I was just—they do show on. There's 130,000 people playing RuneScape right now. RuneScape three. That's not Mm -hmm. even old school RuneScape. Like that's um, new
1: RuneScape, basically.
2: Yeah. And there's 94,000 people playing old school RuneScape right now. So 200,000 people playing those, like you said, 21 year old game. Um, and it's by all account's not a good game like it depends on how you judge games but if you log in if you if you set a brand new player down put them in front of runescape It is a horrible experience <laughs> as a brand new player like it's kind of ugly and it's like the it's sandbox so you don't know what you're supposed to do movement is weird combat is so different than any other modern game but like you're saying leon like there's something there's some some it factor that runescape has that keeps people around Despite gameplay, and you know, I don't, I don't really get it. <laughs> you know,
3: and I would, and I would tie RuneScape to a game like New World. It's kind of similar. It's a sandbox MMO. You get to do whatever you want. There's dungeons. There's stuff to go do. There's crafting. In contrast, New World has sixty-four thousand people in right now. In the world, and RuneScape yeah. has three to four times more than that. Like. That's crazy to think about that this old game has more people than this brand new game that everybody was excited about.
1: What I think is the reason Runescape is so successful and continues to grow, besides
0: the fact that people have been doing Iron Man challenges on Twitch and there's these you know competitions that people do for money and stuff, and besides things like that, it's just a old game. I mean, think about it. We all still play WoW, even though it's old and clearly there's more innovative,
1: innovative, well, excuse me, innovative like better games. We still play WoW. Why? Because we enjoy
0: it as it our same character from when we were kids. Basically, you know, we're younger adults. Like we like the fact that we're still playing those same characters and building those characters. It's probably a similar similar thing with Runescape. You think about it.
2: Yeah. You're not wrong. I mean it's probably there's, there's definitely more people playing WoW than RuneScape, right? So um, yeah. if you want to, if you contrast it that way, especially if you combine classic and retail. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's is just that um like nostalgia and the thing you're comfortable with. It, in RuneScape, Runescape's a one character game, right? Yep. Like you yeah. don't play it's like You you, well, you, you know,
3: can make a character. new account and play another character, but yeah. Yeah, you can do everything on the one character.
2: Yep. So if you're playing, if you're a person who's been playing RuneScape since 2001, what do you, like, what is, how long does new content last? Do you know? Like, when a new update comes out, is it substantial for those kind of players?
3: from what I was reading and from what the community is talking about that, that, that new content's going to last them three to four months, maybe five months. Wow. And if you're not playing runescape hundred percent of the time, like you're playing it, but you're not, it's not your main game. It could last two, six months to a year by the time it's you, because you have to unlock the dungeon, find a group gear for the dungeon. I mean, if you're maxed out and have everything, that's great, but like they introduced a new dual arena. They took away their old dual arena that's 20 years old and made a brand new dual arena. Because they decided, oh, we need a new dual arena finally. So now the PvP is just getting revamped and now there's a whole new PvP section again. So they're paying attention to what the community wants to do.
1: Yeah, that's uh, crazy.
3: How much would you like it if your favorite game paid attention? Hey, I want to go do this. And that's what you get to go do next year, because that's what they worked
2: on all year. You know, I wonder, and this might make you make, have pause about Riot. I wonder if it, part of it is because they make one game. Like, Jagex makes one game, right? I know they've tried to make other games, and they've been talking about, or rumored, maybe they, they haven't said anything, maybe it's just a rumor that they're working on another MMO. For most of this 20 plus years, they've only made one game. And that probably helps. They're solely focused on that. They have nothing else distracting them. That's all they do, right? And I yeah. wonder if people, I mean, Riot used to be that with League of Legends, that all of a sudden, over the last couple of years, they're not.
3: They, they, they're working on a second game right now, too. So, Space Punks.
0: They're producing that, yeah. Uh, Flying Wild Hog is technically making it.
2: Oh, so they publishing it? Or, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: So they're not focused on it 100%, but they're with it. They're involved, yes, 100%. They, they've had to say so
0: for because I'm actually part of the creator program for Space Punks.
3: And then they yeah. And then they're doing, they do uh, some mobile games here and there. Yep. So it's so not, it the their baby. Baby. But it's, yeah, it's definitely their focus.
1: That is true. That is very true. Um, so, you know, we we talked we we talked about
0: you know, Grandi most kind of coming back, Albion, New World, RuneScape. Um, explain to me what a challenge character is in RuneScape.
3: So, a challenge character is a character where you decide to stick to the most popular one is Iron Man challenges you have to complete the whole zone before you can move to the next zone. If you can level up in that zone any more than you, then you have to do it in that zone. No matter how grindy it is, no matter how long it takes you, you have to do it in that zone. So in the starting zone, you can pick pocket guards, probably get killed, but you can do it. Yeah. So there's a lot of YouTube videos going on about it. I know there was one that um, every 10 levels the guy gets, he can move one space. So he's trying to complete get every level in the game, max out his whole character
1: mm-hmm.
3: by following that formula.
2: It, are these it, like Are these like player made things? Or are these part yeah, of Yeah, the they're
3: player imposed challenges. It's like a Nuzlocke in Pokemon. It's oh, your Pokemon dies, it's you have to release it. It's it's self imposed challenges from these players, and they're trying to they're putting content into the game just by doing challenges. I mean, how fun would Pokemon be if you play? already played and beat Pokemon red and blue since we're all that old? It's not fun to play it again, just the normal way. We've done it probably 30 or 40 times. But if you give yourself a challenge, oh, you can't use your starter Pokemon. You have to use a different set of Pokemon that you've never used before. It makes the game more interesting.
2: I'd, I'd love to see more of that built into games. I know they just added that to WoW Classic because, like, a, an Iron Man mode is common in, in vanilla WoW. Yeah. You um, die, you have to delete that character and start over. And that's now, like, built into the game in the new season of what's it called? The season of something, Mastery or something. Yeah. Um, yep. I would love to see more games have that kind of stuff built in. Like, you could go to an NPC or go to a menu and say, okay, I want to, like, turn on hardcore mode. Specific you
3: know, hardcore server. Let me join this hardcore server. You yeah. die, you die.
2: Yeah. You know, you different it, it, to customize it.
3: It'd make raiding a whole nother. It'd make dungeons and everything a whole nother thing. I don't want to go in this dungeon. I don't have top gear. Let me go yeah. get this.
1: Yeah. That
3: risk versus reward. Hey, I got to do this dungeon. But if I die, I got to start all over. It's that kind of interesting
2: yeah, me, thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I to play a little RuneScape. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I might have to Wait. check
3: out. I made myself want to play RuneScape, recent, doing all the research for RuneScape, because I it was all over the news at the beginning of the week, and I'm like, RuneScape? RuneScape is 20 years old. Why is it? And then I was like reading, oh, another new Dungeon Wait, maybe I should go play my old character.
0: I think I would check out no. RuneScape 3 because I never have played RuneScape 3. I always played old school,
2: but yeah. But isn't... It- Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Runescape three technically old Runescape? Like, if you played an old character, it would be in Runescape three. You can and old school you. Runescape was like the recreation of old old Runescape, right? Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I haven't played Runescape since it was you know old school Runescape. Like, I haven't
1: played, sure. You
0: know, that's that's when I played when it was you know just Runescape, but that's old school Runescape now. So I've never yeah. played the new the new stuff or the way the things look nowadays or you know any of that. So. The last thing I want to ask you, Leon, is what is the God Wars Endgame Dungeon?
3: So it's basically just the new Endgame Dungeon. Um, they've been leading up to this for, I think, four years. So the God Wars is just like your current, like it'd be Shadowlands. Okay. And it's finally killing that arc's boss. Gotcha. But in RuneScape, they didn't stay linear. It's like going back and killing Arthas and Lich King because we never killed him in Lich King. We just thought we killed them, you know. It, it'd be like going back in time and saying, "Hey, this expansion didn't finish," which is cool because everybody in the community decided, "Hey, this needs a conclusion." Like, there's a lot of WoW expansions, even the most current one, that we're like, "Is it really concluding already?" I don't feel the story's done. Give yeah. me more of this story. And. If they're trying to complete arcs instead of oh let's just move on to the next new world,
1: fair. Okay, that's cool. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm still just impressed that a game this old is
0: getting these huge, massive updates. Like honestly,
3: yeah, and they're not small updates. They're they're major game changing updates. They're talking about
0: crazy, and I mean it's got. The steam chart for the players just keep going up and
1: up and up. I mean, it's it's incredible. It really is. I I give my you know all my respect to Jagex and what they've done
0: with RuneScape. They clearly had a vision, and they clearly listen to their players as well. They're very involved with their players. I noticed too. Um,
3: New news from Jagex: they uh, record revenue of 120 million uh, pounds this last year.
0: It's crazy. I didn't realize they were a British company.
3: Yeah. Crazy, uh, they actually teach at Cambridge too.
0: What do you mean the like the owners?
3: The University, the the developers of Jag. That's the main. Oh, people. Okay. They're teachers at uh Cambridge University.
1: Dang, that's crazy. I
3: mean, I know what, I know what Cambridge is, but yeah, that's
1: cool. Wow, that is cool. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll
0: we'll talk about risk at some point. We're all kind of talking about you know wanting to play it a little bit, so maybe we'll check it out and talk about it in the coming weeks. But for now. Let's move on and discuss uh,
1: our favorite game,
3: new world. you mean the game we want to be our favorite?
1: <laughs> yeah exactly let's let's talk about it. Um, how do you guys feel about let's 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 start with this. The PTR is up. the new
0: patches you know on there, the mutators, the gear score increase, everything. How do you guys feel about it? Because I'm not excited.
3: I think that they're exiling their player base. They're making everything time-gated where you need to log in every day. And the game's not playable right now. 90% of the servers aren't playable. Why are we not fixing the major problem? Make the game playable. Then we'll add all these features. You know, if I if there was a reason for me to log in the New World every day, I would. I want it to be a good game. But another patch, another bug. And when this next when the mutators come out, I'm floored to think about how many bugs are gonna be in there. Are they gonna even be clearable?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I feel the same. Like it What this feels like I, I, I think I don't know for sure if either of you have done any long term testing. On games. Um, what these monthly updates feel like is part of that cycle. Like, here's a new feature. It's going to make sense next month when we add the other new feature, which is going to yeah. make sense next month when we add the other new feature. But you don't see the full picture till you're like five months in. And then that's when you release the product, right? Exactly. They get them all in. They keep adding the, they're doing these monthly p- updates, which is good. Like, we, you know, I, we mentioned like they're updating more often than World of Warcraft. However, yeah. their the content keeps like changing the game in very drastic ways. And like Leon said, you're splitting the player base in a way like there's there's a subset of people who have been ahead of the curve the whole time and they keep getting advantages every single time. Yeah. Early on, they made crafting harder, but people who no life to the game at launch and got crafting done had an advantage now because it was going to take twice as long for people to catch up to them. Mm-hmm. Um And now they're doing the same thing with like gear score. They're they're increasing the gear score already when most of the player base is not there because of the way like the expertise and watermark system work. It is super grindy. It takes a ton of time to get to the max gear score. So the small percentage of people who are already at the highest gear score now, 600, will now have the opportunity to move up to the next highest gear score while the rest are still trying to catch up. And you can't do the mutator which we can talk about we can probably explain that but you can't do that feature until you're at the recommended of 600 cure score for the first level of difficulty
1: yeah and that's wild like think about
0: it okay so out of our whole group that played new world we had like i said at one point we were the biggest company on our server and we had a group of like 10 friends roughly playing New World that were like, you know, friends basically before the game or maybe right at the start. We were the last three that everybody we were playing consistently. Some people would hop on once in a while, but we were the only three that were still consistently playing. We're the only three that, well, a friend that we met at the start of the game did hit endgame, but he's the only other one. We were the only three that hit 60, all, of, all the things. We were the ones that were still daily Every night, basically, we would to get home from work. Me, him, and Rob would go ahead and go do our chess runs and, you know, farm, get our, our watermarks up. And that's what we did. We did it daily. Pretty much nightly for a few weeks. And at some point, it kind of got frustrating to do because our server was so dead. So we kind of all stopped playing and thinking, oh, you know, you're going to make it better. And while it is better, it's still not a great spot. Um. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, like, I'm only, like, halfway through to 600, and when the stuff comes out, if I was playing New World, I'd want to play it not be like, oh, I can look at that for another two months and maybe get to
1: it, finally.
2: Oh, yeah, I, I think my highest, because um, I continued going after you guys, I think my highest watermark was only 550, Yep. and my average, like, less than 530, because every slot has its own level, including every weapon. So I have some that I never even got an upgrade on. <laughs> you know, my like 501 or whatever yeah. the number was. It's a grind for sure. And
3: I think they're taking away the core features of
2: the game, the crafting. Well, so that I was I was gonna mention that they're actually integrating that. So crafting is uh, going to allow you to to um, bump your expertise in a future update. Um so that's good. They're actually supporting crafting craft, not stuff you buy, but stuff you make yourself. Um, you'll be able to, if you craft something at 600, you'll have a 600 expertise, right? You have to get to that point, you have to do all that farming, you have to do that grind to craft it, however it will allow you to bump your expertise. So that's good. The gypsum system good. they added after we stopped is also good. If that was in when we were doing our chest runs we would have had more expertise bumps because you get that alongside of the other activities you're doing. Yeah. But again, that's I mean, the like piecemeal completion of this game in a year this game's going to be done in a completely different game and we'll probably love it but right now
3: not happening <laughs> so currently we're just playing beta 2.0
2: that's how it feels to me you know it's yeah very similar to other games uh, where i've tested and they just they really this game included i've played new worlds alpha and they did very similar things they this month here's a up here's the expedition's update. Here's the this update. There's add a chunk of content. But it's a beta or an alpha. You don't expect it to be done. This is a launched game. It should be done. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? At well, least
3: yeah. they shouldn't be changing end game materials every month. Right. You know, I would love to see little content panches like the winter like the winter festival. That was cool. Something to do during that time. It could take you away from doing this or doing that. And then I can go back to Endgame in a month or two. But like I said, yeah, we yeah. haven't played New World for, what, a month now? Maybe two? And yeah, now they're going to bump it. And it's like, okay, so if we don't go back now, where's it going to be in three months?
0: Yeah, and I mean, I don't know about you guys. but Like, I, I really was thinking about going back and rebuilding the company and starting to take some territory on the server and, you know, get back involved with it. But one, the server is not fighting exactly. And two, I just feel like it would be such a... We're playing from behind so hard that I don't think we can, can really fight territory as well. We can't do the new end game stuff. Like, what's the point? I'd rather wait a little while and see what happens. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to see this game succeed, I want to see people playing it. And this is where I, I think I'm kind of a hypocrite, because I should be one of those people if that's the case. You know, if I'm like, yeah. oh, I really believe in this game. But, like, I just... I want to play Lost Ark and Final Fantasy League and ESO. I just don't want to play New World right now. That really sucks I really do enjoy New World.
3: I bet if they fixed the server issues where there was full servers and people, there was more people on every server and not every server at 300 people.
0: That would help, you but would not want,
3: 100%. If you had a community to log into and play with, it'd make you want to go log in.
0: Still not completely. The game still has some core problems that I
3: yes. am not happy with. But so, I, I
0: probably would still wait,
3: maybe, but at least it'd be more of a reason for people to log in right now. If you're playing on a dead server, you don't want to play. Sure, you could mm-hmm. transfer and then, then well, if, it, you have, it, if you have your uh, transfer,
1: Can it. you yeah, because right now you can't, they're no, yeah, right
3: now, Turned it's off. <laughs> now. yes, but that's but, that's the whole thing is they keep turning them on and off and on and off, is so every other month you're either on a dead server or you're
0: well, and the thing is. Once you use your transfer token, still it's still it's gone. Like you're done. Like I don't know why I paid transfers aren't a thing already. I understand mm-hmm. that transfers clearly are co- causing some problems. Thing already. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's a whole other story. There needs to be some kind of tra- you know system. Well, they need to get the the transfers sorted out, like so it can stop breaking everything. Like you talk, Imagine if we had yeah breaks with transfers all the time. Like really. Yeah, be they've been
2: broken bad. since they started them. Yeah. Characters just ran, just persistently stuck, and people can't transfer because of some weird like messages about auction house things. Like they've had issues from the beginning, which is, I mean, which is good. It's good to not let people pay for them while they're broken. But I agree, they need to fix them yeah. and make them available.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Like it's, it's it's kind of unacceptable at this point,
2: and they should be free. I think you should get a couple free because there are people who got who in, used that free early on. Play with their friends, and then their server died. And then they got merged. And now they might be on. I'm looking right now. While there are some very healthy servers, there are also servers that are down under 400 right now. And this is prime time Sunday night. So, yeah, yeah. crazy.
1: We should explain the mutator system real quick. Rob,
0: do you want to explain it?
2: Uh, Sure. So it's similar to. World of Warcraft's Mythic Plus, kind of, or Guild War II's Fractals. Um, it's basically, for all of the dungeons or expeditions in the game, increasing difficulty above the base. So right now, they all there's only two that are actually level 60 dungeons. So one yeah. thing this, this, this update will do is make all dungeons level 60, right? And then up from there. There's 10 levels of difficulty up from there. So the base level of that is, level 1, level 2, level 3, each one has more damage and more health on the, on the enemies. But also, along with that, are, are they call them mutators, other, game call, other games call them affixes, just things that change it up. So um, it, it might be that mobs now do a different type of damage or an added type of damage throughout the dungeon. Um, and there's a few different... I don't know all of the options. I don't think they're all on the PTR yet, um, but they have... Um, mutators that change the entire dungeon. They have things called promotions that change individual mobs. So some of that is... If you if you paid, if you paid attention when you played New World, there's the, um, the Corrupted, the Ancients, and the Lost, right? And they all have different damage types that they're susceptible, that they're what's the word? Vulnerable to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some of the mutator stuff will change that as well. So when you would have used a ancient trophy, and slashing weapon, now you might use something different because it changes the the dungeon. And then up to level 10. And each time you clear a piece or a level of the dungeon, you get an item called an umbral shard, which will allow you to increase your gear score for one item, one level at a time, up to 625 will be the new cap.
1: I think that covers it mostly (laughs) yeah i think so Uh, i mean i
0: i think it's an interesting system and i i'm glad that something like that's coming to the game because i think we all kind of agreed from day one that they needed to do something so that way there was essentially a, a way to make it that you could still do you know just other dungeons like you know the earlier game dungeons I mean at end games so that way like all of their content was kind of being used.
1: <laughs> so I'm glad yeah. I did that.
2: The dungeons are really good. They're really good content. And it, I'm it was sad to yeah. think that you did them once or twice and then you moved on. You had no reason to go back. So yeah, it's awesome that you have a reason to do them again.
1: I completely
0: agree. I completely agree. Well we'll continue to you know keep an eye on New World and you guys updates because it's still something we're all interested in. and something that I think they're all pretty passionate about. We clearly love this game. It's just in such a awful spot. So it's frustrating, but you know, it is what it is in a, in a sense as well. So we'll continue to, to
1: monitor it and see what happens because I think it's something we'd all love to go back to. For sure. So do you guys hear that? Do you? Do you hear what I hear? Nothing. Doctor Who and EVE Online.
3: That's interesting.
1: <laughs> what do you think about that? Uh, basically, EVE is having
0: a their very first crossover IP event with Doctor Who of all things.
3: Um, for people who don't know, EVE Online is a trading Starship space battle game sandbox, uh, sandbox uh, space opera is what you'd probably call it. Um, it's 18 years old.
1: yeah because not everybody knows
3: what Eve is yet. Um, I think it's interesting that games, a titles, major MMOs are starting to follow in like Fortnite and your mobile games doing crossover events. Anybody who plays any MMO on your phone knows that, oh, the Final Fantasy Brave Exvius is having a crossover with uh, Rimuru Tempest, or this anime, or that anime, or that game, or this game, and those characters are going into the game. It's just bleeds fans in the game. Imagine New World, A New World's doing it a little bit with um, their, their new show, uh, Wheel of Time. They're putting the costumes and stuff into the game. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know personally, if I have the ability to look like Cloud in Final Fantasy 14, I'm going to do it. Sure. And that's sort of what the crossover IPs are. You get to play with Doctor Who. Who wouldn't want to travel around in a phone booth in space? Any Doctor Who fan wouldn't.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. I'm not going
2: to lie. It's, um... Is it is it like is it cosmetic only or is it like gameplay changing like how is it
3: so there's cosmetics and then there's going to be a few gameplay um not a big doctor Who fan unfortunately so I know the main enemy that the doctor fights I can't think of the name of it um they're gonna be enemies in the game too where you they're gonna be flying around destroying your oh, ship. okay so and Eve anything that you get can be lost so they can literally destroy your spaceship. And it's just gone. So interesting. It'll be talking,
1: nice. Are you talking about the 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 Daleks? The Daleks?
3: Daleks, yes. Yeah,
0: that's what I was, I was like. Wait, I was thinking about it. What you're talking about? Dave, I'm
3: just like, <laughs> I watched Doctor Who, but I was never into it like that.
0: I haven't watched it in a little while, but I used to watch it all the time. So I was kind of think
1: about it for a second.
3: But d- imagine wow, getting a crossover with. I can't even think of something uh, of like Game of Thrones.
2: Yeah, that'd be so. Cool. I mean, Wow, kind of. So Wow has done it at some very small levels, right? Wow had Mountain Dew Battle Bots, right? Yep. They've had the, some G. things, that, yeah. And They also do put Easter eggs all over the world. Like you can go do a quest with Mario and Luigi in Wow, or you can go play um, um, Plants vs Zombies, right? Yeah. But like they they have they don't have done this like a straight up thing but Final Fantasy has Final Fantasy has had crossovers with Nier which is one of their own published yeah. games but still a completely yeah. different universe Monster Hunter as well um Final Fantasy 15 and um oh my gosh there's a a Japanese kind of collectible all style game Yoki something they did a couple years ago I'd have to look it up I told you it just I know which Basically. one you're talking about. I can't think of the name yeah. either. So Yo-Kai, Yo- Yo-Kai. Yes. Yeah, yokai. Yokai. Yokai watch, I think, is what yeah. that yeah. thing was. And they've done that. So Final Fantasy does it. I wonder. Like, it doesn't. I I don't mind it as long as it doesn't get in the way too much. It doesn't ask me to pay extra money or things like that. But I think there's a certain type of player that probably hates it because it breaks your immersion. Like it ruins the world in a way. Because you know you're in this fantasy world, and then here comes Monster Hunter Dragon, right? <laughs> like
3: I think yeah. it can definitely break immersions if they don't do it correctly. Like, Doctor Who and Space Game, oh, that kind of goes together.
2: But now is Eve in the Doctor Who universe? Like, if you look at it from a lore perspective, you that know, that's where it gets kind of weird. That's so, because Doctor Who
3: travels dimensions. True. true.
2: So so, that, makes, that makes sense, yeah.
3: Um, Possible. It's, a, it's like the best crossover for Eve. I think. Like, I yes. don't know what
0: else like, really good besides like Star Trek or Star Wars, which they're not going to get. Yeah, they have their own games. So.
2: But I think it's great. Anything that brings more attention to these MMOs is awesome. I hope that it doesn't start being Fortnite in these games. Uh, um, that's, that's the extreme. You know,
3: is Fortnite is which which movie's out and that's who you're playing as now.
2: Yeah. I don't want to be playing any MMO WoW or Final Fantasy or ESO and see Superman run by and then, then see Master Chief and then see Spider-Man and see some oh, anime character, you know? <laughs> I
0: have to, I have to say this really fast. It's completely off topic. But a, a person I, uh, I'm i friends with, um, he, he I guess he walked in on his son playing Halo. He goes, hey, son, what are you playing? He goes, you know, this new Halo Infinite. His son didn't know what Halo was. And his son's like nine, ten. He's like, oh, okay, cool, you know. Do you enjoy it? He goes, yeah. But did you know they copied the guy off of uh, Fortnite?
2: <laughs> I knew you were, that's what I thought you were going to say.
0: And he, he, he just, <laughs> he, he just had to leave the room. That's, he was uh, like, uh, he was joking. But he was like, I have never wanted to smack my child harder. And I'm like, I kinda don't blame you. <laughs> Kidding, obviously. But yeah, I was like, oh, that's so rough. Like you know but like kids know him as just Matthew from Fortnite you know so it's interesting to think about that kind of stuff you know
2: i mean if it, it, like if it brings attention and it brings money to these developers oh, that's great i just yeah, i mean he's playing halo
0: now because developer. he's like he's like oh the guy from fortnite yeah. he has his own game that's awesome Why when they make a yeah. game off this guy out of fortnite he's like son we're gonna get the Chief Collection. You're gonna learn about Chiefs, And I was like, okay, I'm like super excited about Halo now. But like that's you know it's cool. So,
3: but hilarious, I mean, an awesome way to get people exposed to other games that maybe yeah. they'd never play. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I watched I I watched from start to finish, um, the Wheel of Time solely because of the New World event. Oh, yeah. Like I knew it existed, but the the New World event made me go, oh, I should probably watch that. You know. It, Just put it in my head. I think that's
3: a new good thing that they need to be doing with these online games: is content that is relevant to the game or that type of fantasy world should be in part of the game, even if it's just cosmetics. Give us a reason. Oh, this is from like you said, Wheel of Time. Now I'm going to go watch that. To be fair, it's just
0: advertising, and it's just some way to you know. I'd rather
3: advertising than sit there and watch commercials for an hour and a half. That's completely true yeah i i, I hate commercials with passion but yeah i you know
0: i get it they have to advertise it's, it's a it's a cool fun way to advertise While the you know hopefully if you're a fan of you know one or the other you can get excited like if you're a fan of doctor who you're like you're the diehard doctor who fan maybe you go check out eve online and find your new favorite you know hobby or something so it's kind of cool Maybe you're a huge Wheel of Time fan from the books, and you love the show, and you're like, "I'm gonna play New World just because I can have this sword or this costume from the show. I can mm-hmm. pretend I'm this person and go around." And like, then you fall in love with New World. You made all like, you know, it's 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 got good things to it. So, in the end, I think we're all voting. That's a good thing, right?
3: It is, mm-hmm. as long sure. as it's done responsibly.
0: Cool. Well, then. Maybe we'll check that out because that's that's kinda cool and interesting. Is it already out or is it coming or it's
3: coming. They didn't release an exact date yet. It'll probably I'll let everybody know as soon as it comes out, as soon as they release the date.
0: So we'll have a date for you in the coming weeks. Stay tuned to hear about that. Otherwise, let's uh let's go ahead and wrap this show up, boys. We uh should give our last recommendations for the show what we're gonna start doing here is at the end of every show we're gonna give you a recommendation game movie show music an activity you should do just something that we've enjoyed or do enjoy that we think maybe you should look into and check out
1: so who would like to uh give their recommendation first uh
2: i'll go i th- go I first. think this week I'd like to recommend like I just mentioned the wheel of time I it's a very good show, very bingeable. I think it was only eight episodes, you know, so it's, it's easy to get through. And I thought it was great.
3: Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna actually go with Minecraft. I mean, I've been sick with COVID for this past week and a half, it feels like. I haven't actually been at work for a week and a half now. Um, But Minecraft has definitely helped me get through. You know, I'm sick. I don't feel good, but I don't. Like, I can fall asleep playing Minecraft and I'm not have to be worried about dying or getting kicked off and having to get it re-enqueue or, you know, playing League and it actually matters that I stay awake. I just play it, relax. It's it's nice to have a game that you can just go relax with.
0: Yeah, because I mean, that's basically even you've been playing while you're waiting for me to get on, isn't it?
3: Yep. So. And that's not it's watching TV, playing a game, just relaxing.
0: Yeah. I want to go ahead and recommend the. Uh, I mean, I think Leon's yeah, going to see this coming, and I'm sure Rob will after last night too. But I'm going to go ahead and recommend the uh, the new Dexter season. It the last episode just came out last night on Hulu, and I think it hits Showtime like in two hours, uh, live. But it's only a land ten episode season. It completely ends the show. It it gives an actual ending to the Dexter storyline that started. You know what over over 15 years ago now that it's been nine years since the season eight finale so to get a to get some closure with that character and with those characters in that world was great and the ending was not well (laughs) i expected the ending um it's not the way i wanted to see it happen but it's the ending that the show deserved because it does not deserve anything you know super super happy or glitzy glammy it deserves to have the ending it had and it makes a lot of sense and there's a
1: lot of um kind of things with I guess like hints towards like Ted Bundy and other serial
0: killers there's there's a lot of commentary on some of that so it's it's something I super recommend and it's only 10 episodes it's not you know every episode's about 15 minutes they really don't waste time with uh like an intro, you know, start, or there's a couple minutes of credits at the end, but it's mostly just a 50-minute episode, so I highly recommend it. Other than that, um, where can people follow you guys on the internet?
3: Uh, mine will be set up. Leon's will be set up probably next week. Nowhere yet, not on any social medias. Well, you're getting oh, you're going to give me Twitch. No, my Twitch is Recall Leon.
2: So. Rob? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Tantra Rob. That's spelled like the old game Contra. Um, I don't post a ton on Twitter, but I probably will start posting more.
0: You can follow me uh, at Mudslide TV on Twitter with Mudslide with Two Eyes um, or twitch.tv slash Mudslide with Two Eyes. Also, you can follow the show uh, t- on Twitter at Recall underscore podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Recall Podcast. Follow the podcast at Anchor.fm slash the Recall Podcast.
1: Thank you for wa- thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. And
0: remember, at the end of the week, all you need to do is recall.